what has been going on in our fantasy league? Like, I've been kind of half paying attention because I saw there was a big DeAndre Jordan fiasco. Like, I like what's been going on? Just, I don't want to say drama because it ain't really drama. It's just some questionable, questionable trades been have been going on. So there was a trade. I think this was last weekend. Now it was DeAndre Jordan for. So yeah, it was DeAndre Jordan for Aaron Baines. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Jordan was traded to uh, D Roy, who's been on the show before. I think in the background. So yes, from uh, our our friend Gene, uh, Bears fan. Bears lost. Just want to throw that out. Yeah, there. shout out um, Gene. Are we? <laughs> Are we shout out Gene with this questionable trade? Oh, no. shout out! I'll shout out Gene. No, that's up, Gene. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, Gene trades DeAndre Jordan to Dustin DeRoy for Aaron Baines. Drops Aaron Baines immediately. Yeah. What What's the point of a trade if you're gonna drop someone immediately? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Dustin also it was. And then cool. Dustin said, "Oh, like they're the same players. They shouldn't even be on my." Our teams and why are you trading for them if they shouldn't even yeah, be on a roster? It was, it was confused. Who's, DeAndre Jordan, sorry to cut you off, but now DeAndre Jordan after this James Harden trade, which we'll talk about, is their de facto starting center. Yeah, he's playing twenty five minutes a game now that Jared Allen's gone. So you basically just traded, you gave away a player for a roster spot. Our commissioner said it's fishy. He has the power to uh, you know, veto veto these trades. Didn't do that. So you know, I don't know. I don't know. You know. I mean, it's getting fishy in the league. And uh, another thing that happened before that, I no one really brought this up, but I saw Gene at one point. He dropped DeAndre Jordan. For, I forget who it was. I think it was a guard. And then picked up DeAndre Jordan again 20 minutes later and then executed the trade. I don't know. Doesn't seem like the most, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just a questionable trade, questionable all around with DeAndre Jordan. Was- I don't know what the hell it is. Um, this it was odd for me because Dustin wanted was looking to move Aaron Baines through hell and high water. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why. He asked me for Hassan Whiteside for Aaron Baines, and I was looking into it, and I was like, Hassan's not playing. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. I, I, like he hasn't been playing at, at all. all. Like I dropped him because he hasn't been playing. I picked up Kelly Olynyk because he's actually been a pivotal. He's playing minutes and actually doing well. But I was like, wait. Is he moving? Like, what is the purpose? I had no idea. I th- like, I looked through. I was like, is Hassan Whiteside getting traded? Like, is it? I didn't know if he heard something. And mm-hmm. I had no idea as to why he was making this trade whatsoever. I I don't know. Things are going. Things are a little fishy. I traded. Also, little rumbling from Nate. I traded Lamelo Ball and Zion. I mean, I got Lamelo Ball and Zion in a trade for Drummond and Kobe White. You say I lost it, but with the way Lamelo's playing right now, normal trade, you know, phenomenal Zion. I know, I know. I called Nate out in the league for saying that my trade was trash, and then he yeah. came back out with me some fire. Came back with some fire. It's okay. Yeah, the league's been a bit spicy the last week and a half. I'm enjoying every second of it. I hope but, no one takes it personal because it's fantasy, but yeah, I'm enjoying not. every bit of the fact that this league's starting to get a little spicy. It's an interesting league, um, you know, and then coupled with the fact that a lot of games have been postponed these past this past week, really. Yeah. Past week and a half, I would say. And uh, so it's affected everybody. I've got, like, personally, like, six players out due to either postponement or injury, so. Same. And I'm still kind of competing. I'm in last right now. <laughs> but uh But, yeah. I'm, I'm, I got... Everyone's going to be coming back around the same time. I think mm-hmm. Jalen Brown's coming back tonight. So, I mean, you know, it'll help a little bit. I'm in second. Mm-hmm. I've had Otto Porter out. Uh, Eric Gordon's been game to game. Colin Sexton's missed time. Justice Winslow hasn't played yet. 
uh, Michael Porter Jr., Bam out of Bayou. Like, I've had Zion was out for a little bit of time, Brandon Ingram. So I've had so many players in the last week and a half. So I'm surprised that I'm still sitting in second. What Honestly. Was, what's your gut reaction to the James Harden trade? My gut reaction to the tra- James Harden trade, the first thing I said was the Nets need to move Kyrie. Need to? Why wouldn't they have just traded him straight up, though, if that's what they're going to I don't know. That's what I don't know. Why would you say need? Because, I mean, that's I Kyrie and KD. I agree with you. I mean, I'll kind of get into my semantics of it. Whatever. I don't even think that makes sense. but <laughs> Sounds I'll, good. You're right. Because Kyrie and KD, they're like kind of like LeBron and Wade. Like, they're yeah. the vet. That's yeah. his best friend in the league, KD's best friend, Lee's Kyrie. Yeah. Kind of so, but go ahead. Go. I was just thinking because that's because I talked to Trent about it. I talked to Joe DeZazzo about it. I think they just need to move Kyrie. I don't, I don't think Kyrie's fitting in with that dynamic at all. I understand that he's KD's best friend, but I just think the way he's not playing and he's just, he has his own agenda and on a championship team, you have to be a team. So, like, you Mm -hmm. can't just have your own agenda on a team. Because regardless of someone like Rodman, who went and did his own thing on his off time, when he came and played on the court, he was the hardest working man there, and he was still confined to the team. You know what I'm saying? And just fit. Like, Jordan Pippen, what they could do. And, you know, he needed that rebound. Harden does everything but dribble the basketball and maybe finish. Like, he does things better than Kyrie. Like, you don't need Kyrie anymore. I think if you were to get, in my personal opinion, I think if you were to move... Kyrie, get yourself a couple role players to make up for the four people that you had to get rid of because you got rid of some pieces. You had to get rid of some pieces. So if you make if you traded Kyrie, I think KD and James Harden are as good as any duo in the league. Like mm-hmm. they're there with LeBron, Anthony Davis, and whoever you want to else you want to throw out. Like they're right there with any one of them. You have two former MVPs. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you. I think. I think this trade goes one of two ways. It's either a finals appearance, which obviously could lead to a finals win, or it's going to be, you know, something like the Lakers when they brought Kobe and Dwight. You know what I mean? It's either going to go one way or the other. And it's already going the other way with Kyrie. Um, I thought that team was making the finals and playing that Heat team, but they ended up being the eighth seed. Kobe tore his Achilles because he had to put the entire team on his shoulders and carry them. That was yeah, that was one of his... Kobe's best stretches of basketball maybe ever because that was when he had to play point guard plus shooting guard because he'd have a lot of 40-point, 10-assist games. That's right, he yeah. Was, he was, was crazy during that time. Yeah, that season went about as bad as it could have for them with Nass yeah. getting injured and everything else with Kobe and Dwight. Wasn't in the playoffs, wasn't that the Bynum... Was that the Bynum playoffs where he like? No, because he would have been off the team. Cause oh Dwight yeah, oh yeah, because of Dwight. It was a couple. It was like I think the year before actually where Bynum hit. Um, yeah, it's when JJ. they would have been going for their three peat attempts. Would have been yeah, with Dirk, the 2010, the Dirk, 2011. Yep. And uh, the Mavericks won it all. But so yep. this trade with us, so they get, like you said, they gave up a lot of pieces. So their main, their core is literally KD, Kyrie, James Harden. In any any other world where it's those three players, that's scary. Yeah. They gave up pretty much their whole bench, and you're relying on your, you know, your main seven would be those three: Joe Harris, DeAndre, Jeff Green, and then mm-hmm. normally it would be Spencer Dinwiddie. He's out. Yeah. So who would their seventh guy even be? I can't I'm not even, even sure. And see, if this was, if this was, um, not they're not the they're different calibers, but if this was LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, mm-hmm. you'd be more happy with it. Or even KD 
Clay and Steph because you know That's all the thing, three players who's the are. Boss here? I was gonna say all three players are coming to play. All three players are going to be reliable game in game out, and they all have one agenda. Compared to Kyrie, who would, in my opinion, Kyrie needs to be Bosch, and Kyrie won't be Bosch because Kyrie left yeah. Cleveland because he wanted to be the number one, and then left Boston because. Wanted to be with KD. He, he wanted to be with KD, and I think kind of because he wanted to be the number one. He saw what Jason Tatum was ascending to, and he's like, "Jason Tatum's gonna be getting number one look." Like I think he wanted the the only player he was okay with letting be a co-star was Kevin Durant because he's his best friend. Like pretty much, in my opinion, pretty like, much reading the situation. I I've kind of gone back and forth about the Boston thing because I think more or less he just wanted to be with Durant and in Brooklyn. But that's fair. Because that's fair. Everyone seems to say all the right things about. Kyrie, like all their young stars when they mm-hmm. played in the opener. But, um, yeah, with this squad, with three guys who need the ball, and it's the whole cliche, there's only one ball thing, I agree with that. And, you know, if you go back to when it was James Harden on OKC, where Westbrook's the next ball dominant, actually the most ball dominant on that yeah. squad. And oh, yeah. Harden's getting number three and he's spotting up. Harden can play that role. Granted, that was like eight years ago. He can still play that role, though. So mm-hmm. he's going to be comfortable spotting up. That don't matter. The way the team's set up, they're all three of them going to have the ball in their hands one way or another. Oh, but yeah. True. The way the NBA is played today and how fast-paced it is and how it is in, open, in the open floor, I think the ball's not a problem as long as people can work together. Yeah, if this team's deeper or if this team's constructed a certain way, I think there's a way where this team's fucking dangerous. It's just that they have no depth at all. And this team's not going to be great defensively. They lost their best rim protector. Katie... Kyrie and Harden can play defense if they want to, but it's not like you're just sticking, you know, like Jalen Brown or someone out there, you know? Yeah. You ain't got that kind of player. It's so, not Clay. So you're going to have to have Kyrie and Harden, like, playing defense for you consistently. Mm-hmm. That's going to be tough for having KD, Kyrie, Harden really busting it on both ends on a way that you would maybe only in the playoffs, but you're going to have to do that in the regular season. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be hard. That's why, like, the Warriors work so well, because obviously Clay is just a spot-up <laughs> shooter, so he doesn't really need the ball in his hands at all. Yeah. Steph can spot up, and Clay, you'd be like, okay, go get the best player. KD, go get the second best player. You had Draymond, and then it's like, okay, Steph, uh-huh. we can hide you, and then offensively we, like, run the offense through you. But, like, that's yeah, why that Clay, dynamics work so well. Clay and Draymond are... like, super, super team like that. Yeah. Like, super three. Clay and Draymond are true role players in that sense, whereas... Kyrie and Harden, they need the ball, or their damage is most out with the ball. They're at worst, Robin. Thing with them, those three can get a bucket anytime. Obviously, three of the best one-on-one scorers in the league. Obviously, and that's a that that's so, a blessing and a curse late game because all of them are gonna want the ball late game. But they're all gonna score. But they're Katie's, all gonna, Katie's getting that shot no matter what. If it's the last last <laughs> seconds of the game, Katie's getting that shot, and guess what? He's comfortable with Harden or Kyrie taking that shot. So mm-hmm. that's that's a good problem to have. Well, no, that was, yeah. They're going to... Depends if Kyrie's okay with it. Yeah. Thing is, they're equipped to outscore anybody just with those three. You oh, get them and you got shooters, whatever. You know what I mean? You have... See how it falls. It's you have the three de- people who can go off for 60. At any point, plus. yeah. 60 plus. So, you know, defense is my worry about them. Um, I'm not... After the trade went through and all the chips fell through, like I'm, me and Steven Robson texting that. Mm-hmm. That whole hour leading up, because him being a Sixers fan, there was real talk about the Sixers getting him. Turned out the owner did not want to trade him to the Sixers to D.L. Morey because of what happened with their franchise, yeah. whatever, whatever. But uh, him being a Simmons fan, he did not want James Harden. Most of the Philly fans seemed like they did 
on James Harden. Mm-hmm. They were ready for that trade, which I can see why. I think um, I think that James Harden fits better than Ben Simmons there. Yeah, for sure. With, uh, with the, Embiid, what Embiid is like you have a guy who can space the floor better. You have a guy who really can create off the pick and roll. Most definitely, just the same the same as Ben Simmons. Plus, also you got a closer, like a legitimate guy who can close. Most definitely. And uh, so we're going back and forth about that. And we were initially like, yeah, if the, if Brooklyn gets Harden without giving up Kyrie, like that's scary, you know? Like no matter mm-hmm. where you slice it, that is scary, right? Then comes, you know, because then there was real talk as this is all leading up with the Kyrie drama that Kyrie gets traded in this, which would have been like an all-time dramatic NBA day, given yeah. that we just said Katie and Kyrie went there because they're the best of friends and da 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 So Kyrie doesn't end up getting traded, but they lose everybody. I'm not as afraid as a Boston fan as I was originally, you know, because that team with at least a little bit more depth that they should just go to the finals. I'm not so sure this team goes to the finals for exactly no. the same reasons why you said with Ky- I can't imagine Kyrie being that guy who's spotting up, which it's going to have to be hard because Kyrie, he can, but he can't, you know, it's but like it's hard because and it doesn't matter. Harden in the arguably season. is the best player with the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, argue. obviously, like, he's the best playmaker out of all. Yeah, he's the best playmaker out of all. Even though Kevin Durant had thirty four, twelve, and nine the other mm-hmm. KD KD looks like he hasn't missed he's a back. game. He hasn't missed a game like that. Same with John Wall, which is crazy. Yeah, which is John good. Wall has like this that is all cross- good for Clay yes. when he comes back because he's not relying on athleticism uh, as those two. No, he just as long as he can slide, he'll be the same. Cl- <laughs> as long as he can do some defensive as, as long as he can do some defensive slides, he's going to be the same Clay that. We've known and we come to know and love, but I don't know. I really don't. I'm about as interested to see this team together as I've been since the 2011 Heat when yeah. that first season. Came. Oh yeah. At that time, it was the same thing. I was like, how are these guys gonna mesh? And that was remember they coming off a full off season, and it took them time to really get mm-hmm. together. This is in the middle of the season, in the middle of a pandemic season. In the middle of Kyrie being fucking Kyrie the way in, he is. And their play styles even mesh more. You have Bosch, who's a pick-and-roll big, who can mm-hmm. go get his own shot when needed. You got Wade, who... All of them are unselfish. I mean, the, um, the all the Nets are unselfish, to a dip, but they're just to a different point. Mm-hmm. Like, LeBron's really pass-first, even though he can really score. Wade's a scorer, but he can become pass-first if need be. And then Bosch is not a ball-dominant big. He was in Toronto because he had to be, but he's not really a ball-dominant guy. I thought Brooklyn was scarier without without the straight with their full pieces, the way they were moving the ball, and how they had enough space to where Kyrie, Katie, and Kyrie, excuse me, could just go one on one. It was scary. Yeah, if you could have moved Kyrie for James Harden, but you'd have to add another piece. But like, if you could have moved Kyrie some picks and another player for James yeah. Harden, I think that team would that be much scarier. Sc- yeah, exactly. Even if you had to give up like Levert. Like if yeah. Levert's tough, but like if as you would have keep your whole if, core, yeah. if you could keep your core, or even like if you could manage to pull off trading Spencer Dinwiddie because he's injured, mm-hmm. but like if you could have done that, that team, that team has finals written all over it. I mean, this yeah. team can, but not sure if it will. Yeah, it'll be crazy to see. Um, and what the fuck? Else? Oh, so yeah, I mean, they still got moves to make, hopefully mm-hmm. to fill out their team, but they gave away pretty much every first rounder, a lot like the trade for K, uh, KG and Paul Pierce, years and ago. Uh, the Paul George trade too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying as far as Brooklyn, oh, they're already yeah, doing oh, yeah. it. Mortgage yeah, yeah, their yeah. future, which ended up being, you know, Jalen and Jason and all that. Mm-hmm. Mortgaging their future again. So it's got to work out for them. Yeah, this time it and, has uh, to. I think... They have more reason to believe this time will work out than the last time, but... Very true. But I, you know, like you said, Kyrie would have to move. I think if everything fails, like if this doesn't go good through 20 games, 
you would have to get rid of Kyrie and get some spare pieces back because he would. This get can still some be a year back. for you. This can, especially in a COVID year, this yeah. can be a year for you to win it all. The way that Kevin Durant's looking and exactly. the way Harden obviously always looks. Because that that defense is going to be leaky. You're asking yes. a lot of DeAndre. You're asking a lot of KD. You know, if yes. you can get some pieces, cool. But we'll see. We'll Three and D see. wing, another big would be beautiful. Yeah, we'll Speaking see. Speaking of trade, big trades. Deshaun Watson. Like I like he yeah, like Deshaun Watson out. He's uh, I just got an update that said he's flirting with the 49ers. <laughs> so like he like, I don't know the, what that means. But. I don't know either way. But like 49ers have been talked about. The Dolphins have been talked about. Obviously, New England's always going to be on a back burner because you never know what Belichick can do. It's like there's teams that could so many teams that could use Deshaun Watson. I saw the odds for teams that could acquire him and. New England was second. It was the Dolphins because they're, they're talking about some, like, you know, two or three first-rounders in Tua. That would make the most sense. God. If New England if New England can get him and keep him away, like, give uh, up the farm for to keep him away from Miami because we don't want to deal with Deshaun. No. Especially with, that ascend, especially with that ascending Miami roster. Their defense is very good. Their offense has pieces. They, went 10, and, they went 10 and 6 this year without, with, with, with floating with Tua, quarterbacks, with basically. With Tua. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, but no, I. If the Texans can, I'm not. If the Texans can pull off a trade where they can get two first, because their first right now is in Miami. They have, I think Miami has like the fourth pick right now because of the Texans. No, so, just get, give up Laramie, four first. That dumb Laramie Tunsil. I mean, smart, but did Laramie Tunsil trade? They gave up too much for him. I would give up whatever for Deshaun. Oh, yo, that's our, that's yeah. our starting quarterback. Oh yeah, no. Just keep three, him away from Miami. Three first and a second. If you want to give me that, like whatever, I don't really care. Keep him away from Miami. If he goes anywhere else in the NFC, cool. I would like our chances to get him, but keep him away from Miami. Keep him out of the division. If he goes to the 49ers, we're probably getting Jimmy Garoppolo back. Yeah, we'll see. I, you know, I really, I can't, I really can't picture Belichick spending money on someone who can't stay on the field. That's my thing. If Garoppolo was healthy, I could absolutely see it, but he. He Even in that four-game stint he was supposed to have with us when Brady was suspended. He got injured in game two in game against two. Miami. Yeah, he, had so. that beautiful, he had the great first half, and then he got injured like mid-third quarter, I think it was, because then Jacoby Brissett went one-on-one, and that's kind of where his mm-hmm. stock a little bit came from. Because Cause yeah, he they, probably would be good in our system with McDaniels. They, they do trust him, but I have a hard time believing they would spend that amount of money on someone who's that frequently injured. Like Cam had an injury pass, but it was more the last season and a half whereas Garoppolo it's literally been mm-hmm. as long as he's been on the field you know but but uh playoffs this weekend last wild super wild card weekend it was, lived up it was lived everything up. that you wanted it to be uh I have to say this I definitely saw it coming more towards the end of the season but you were completely right on the Steelers I mean you just went by their track record and their track record proved to be true that game was insane. It was 28-0 before you could even blink, right? It was yeah, 28-0 in the yeah, first quarter. 28-0 after the first quarter because there was the Big Ben through four picks. He threw, That was the... He had an insane stat line. I've never seen a stat line like that. 501 yards, four touchdowns, four, four picks. picks. He threw like, like 67 or 68. I've never seen a stat uh, that line was, like that. That's the worst 500-yard game you're going to ever see. Something he didn't like play, that, yeah. He didn't it play was great. Just, it was he, all over the place. It he was did something, not play great. It was something... Brett Favre would have been proud of. He didn't play great, but I'll say this: like, he fought. when it was twenty-eight zero, I'm thinking the two outcomes I wanted was either Steelers come back or make the game interesting, or the Browns to win by like sixty. I just yeah. wanted to see one of the two. 
Steelers get some momentum. They're coming back. Fast forward to the fourth quarter. I believe it's a two-score game. Mm-hmm. Fourth and one. This is I, I think was Mike one, Tomlin's one of the best coaches in the league. One like, of the <laughs> dumbest things he's ever done. Maybe the dumbest thing he's ever done. I don't know about dumb, but just scared. Scared money don't make no money. You know? So he... Fourth and one on there. Where are they at? Almost at, midfield. Yeah, it... it you have zero excuses to not go for that. Like, I have no idea what was going in his mind to not go for that. And Ben, I, at that point, was pretty much, you know... He was he got, cooking at that point. He was he got back in, apart. You he know? got to his... Um, which is what scares me for this KC game is their secondary missed three of their four starters last week. They're decimated. I think they may be getting back Denzel Ward. Like, mm-hmm. they may be getting back someone. But, listen, you're going to have that many holes against the Steelers... Mahomes is going to pick you apart. Yeah, Casey's winning this game. I don't see Cleveland winning this game at all. I don't see him winning this game. I think they can make it close because they have the formula to... They have a good pass rush, so Miles Garrett's going to have to get busy. He needs two sacks and, like, six quarterback hurries at least. Like, I think... So on the front, I think they're good, and they can run the ball so you can keep the ball away from Mahomes, but at the same time, that's it. If you give... If you give him too much time, which the secondary is going to be have holes in it, and we know what Mahomes is going to do to that, I don't it's think it's going to be game over. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. It depends. I have a twenty-eight twenty-four personally. I think KC wins twenty-eight twenty-four. I think it could go two ways. I think if you know the Browns turn it over early, I think the Chiefs just run away with it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you just can't give Mahomes the ball more than he should in the first half. Oh no. Um, but I think, like you said, if they're running the ball well. And Baker's managing the game well. I think it will be a close game most of the way, and I can see the Chiefs pulling away by ten. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I feel the game will go. Um, but yeah, there is there's a world where this game's definitely close down to the wire. I just don't see it. I see this being close three quarters of the way through, and then mm-hmm. KC kind of pulling away. I, I I think the way the Browns are playing, they can keep it close throughout. But I don't see. I'd be very shocked if they won. I think they can definitely make it a game though. You know what kind of struck me, though? Like, looking at the schedule? Mm-hmm. A few things, you know, about Tom Brady. First, let me get to the schedule, like I said. The 8.30 game on Saturday is, uh, I believe that's Ravens-Bills. Uh, Yeah, 8.30, yep. That was year in and year out. The Patriots were grandfathered into that spot. Yeah. For ratings, you know, for yep. ratings purposes. So I, that said something to me that they put Ravens-Bills there rather than... Chiefs Browns you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's the first thing I thought when I looked at that I was like damn usually that's the AFC like favorite spot yeah so they were like literally every you can book Saturday 815 Patriots versus whoever mostly the Texans it seemed like honestly it was the Texans or the Chiefs or let me right? um, yeah, the Mah- the until Mahomes but like the Chiefs was were there because we always saw we saw Alex Smith or Deshaun or whoever so it's Bill interesting O'Brien, that they put the QB matchup of Allen and Lamar which is a good pick and mm-hmm. then uh that may be the best game of the weekend. I'm really surprised Could they didn't be. put Tom Brady there versus the Saints because I think that's really the marquee matchup. Yes. As far as legacy act. Because, yeah, besides that, it is Lamar versus Josh Allen, probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, we that's got. The late, that's the late game Sunday. The... Yep. Yeah, they got the yeah. 630 game, Saints Bucks, which I cannot wait for. These are all going to be good games. Jared Goss officially starting. So the Packers, Saints, or uh, no, Packers Rams. They're, that's Saturday, Saturday. they're Saturday at 430. That game is going to be interesting just because. Of how hellacious that Rams defense is, they're going to make it interesting. I think, I think Green Bay comes away with it. I think Green Bay. I have Green Bay twenty-seven twenty. I think they. I think they have control over the entire game uh-huh. because I just think Goff's thumb right now. He 
he's not the greatest of throwers. He's good, but he's not great with pressure. And I think with his thumb right now, he's going to be off target. And you can't be off target in Lambeau. It's Lambeau, 20 degrees, frigid. That bone's going to feel even worse in the cold. If you get a good Rams offense game, that's gonna that's gonna come down to the wire. It's like I, Cam I, Akers can run. They've been showing that they can run the ball. If they can run the ball on that defense, I kind of think I feel the same way about it. The way I do with the Chiefs and Browns, I think it'll be close. But the Packers kind of manage it and pull mm-hmm. away. The mm-hmm. way Rodgers has been playing, he's probably the MVP. But uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna say him or Derrick Henry. But speaking of Derrick Henry, real quick. He got stopped. He got wasn't, up. wasn't even wasn't even like just stymied. He got stopped. I was pretty shocked was by that. Sho- I was shocked. I thought the Ravens could hold him to about like eighty or ninety yards and maybe a touchdown. Because because that's what he got. La- he got like one hundred twenty eight yards and a touchdown against him last time. So I thought it was going to be around like ninety, but he couldn't do a thing. Yeah, he didn't break anything at all, which is crazy. Because you know, even if you stack your defense against Derrick Henry, he's still gonna break one because yeah. he's Derrick Henry. And uh, he didn't. The Ravens did a great job. Lamar. It was a fun game. That. How do you feel about this Ravens Bills game? Ravens Bills game. I Who's think winning? this has. I have the Bills thirty-one twenty-seven. Even though, if you were to look at all the reasons into it, it would say the Ravens are going to win this game. The Ravens I think the Bills don't, should be the favorite. Bills are the hottest. Oh team no, still. they're they're hot, and that's why. But like the Ravens don't give up big plays. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, Bills are a big play offense for sure. Um. The Bills do not stop the run all that great, and you have the number one rushing attack in the entire league. So, like, really, if the, the Ravens r- play defense like they did last week. They should win this game. Yeah, they, they should because they Cause should. Lamar. They should be able to run all over the Bills. But I just think the way the Bills are playing right now are just they kind of have the feel of that team that's destined to at least be in the. Obviously, this is the team that's going to prove what Casey is to me. I don't know. The Bills have that kind of like. You know the uh, say Jacksonville Jaguars in 2016, I think it was when the Pat- they were just a buzzsaw all year, pretty much, and then the Patriots just put a stop to them. I think that's kind of 20. Was it 2018? It's only yeah, it was only two seasons ago, I believe. I thought it was the year they beat the Falcons. No, it was the year we beat the Rams. Oh, was pretty it? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Wait, no, the year we beat the Rams is the or year no, that we went to the we beat the Chiefs in yeah, overtime. Yeah, that's right. No, this is the year we lost the Eagles. I've been twenty. Oh, yes, yeah, so seventeen. Yes, but they became getting our Super Bowls mixed up again. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just too much. But there was kind of like there's those teams that kind of become buzzsaws, and then the Patriots put a stop to them because of how great they were. This and I, it was Blake Bortles. Yeah, I think like the that Casey is gonna kind of show how great they are this year by kind of putting stops to teams like this and just kind of show how good Mahomes is. But the Bills just feel like a team that has put it together all at the right time, even though the Ravens kind of have too. They've been hot over the last five, six weeks. Ravens, I just want to say, leave this it, game's going to be maybe the best game of the weekend. Leave it to the Browns and Bills to make runs when there's no fans because they're two of the biggest snake-bitten yeah. fan bases yeah. ever. Um, but... I personally and I Tampa think, too. I mean, not that Tampa's Tampa, they fan, got a rig, not though. that Tampa's fans, but I'm just saying like Tampa hasn't been there in ever, and then this is a year that they possibly could have a home Super Bowl, and then yeah. no fans. Would there be no fans for the Super Bowl? Because I think, uh, no, I think there's like 20, percent but like I mean, comparatively mm-hmm. to a Super Bowl, like no fans. But they've had some success. I'm like, they ain't been. They, they at least won. Like I was say, they at least won in the 21st century. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um. But yeah, I think I think the Ravens come away with this one. I mean, I'm rolling with Lamar. I think it's low scoring, something like 24-18. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm rolling. With, I can't wait for that game. 
And then so we both have KC. I have Buffalo. You have Baltimore. Baltimore. We both, both have, have Green, Green Bay. Bay. Now we go to the Sunday night capper. New Orleans. Tom Brady gets to return to the scene of the crime. So this is the other thing I want to bring up. I don't know if you saw this stat. Tom Brady has, at the time, I think it was one more. Now it would be the same. He's tied for the same amount of NFC teams defeated as Drew Brees. They've each beaten, I believe, eight NFC teams. Obviously, Brady being in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. One of those, so it would be seven, actually. Sorry. So Brees has eight. Tom Brady has seven. Tom Brady wins again. He'll again tie Drew Brees for as many. That's a crazy stat. That is a wild. But to, to, oh. to how successful Drew Brees has been in the NFC. And then now Tom Brady matches that just from Super Bowls alone. Yeah, that is crazy. That is um, crazy. I think, look, the Saints had the Bears, and the Bears shit all over themselves with that drop. That changes the game when Mitch the, Trubisky on the trip The play. Bears could have won that game with the way they stopped him off. I mean, they weren't going to just because of how their offense was. Their offense was putrid. But mm-hmm. they held the Saints to 21. They didn't. The Saints' offense didn't look great. No, they didn't look great, and they kind of pulled away with it. But... And that's kind of where I'm falling with this. Is the Saints didn't look great. The Bucks didn't really look great on defense either. They Defensively, let, no. T- Taylor. They let team. Heineken go off. <laughs> my guy Heineken. Oh, He's going to get some that, bread on the side. I was going to say, that run. Oh, my God. That touchdown scramble was wild. That was a fun game. That was, was a fun, fun game, game for sure. So, but, um, yeah, Bucks defense looked questionable if he's going off on you. Tom Brady obviously played great. It's Brady in the dome. New Orleans has given Tampa Bay problems this year. But... Brady's the better quarterback at this point for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, think Brady's... there's ever been a time where Brady hasn't been better than Drew, in my opinion. But oh, for sure, for sure. But I mean, at times where it was, you know, Breeze was at least close to Brady. Yeah. Now, you know, with his arm strength declining and this and that, I... if it's a shootout, you're going to give the edge to Brady. And but so if that... that Saints defense shows up at all, it's going to be hard. You need the Saints to win this game. The Bucks can't score more than 24. I think the score. I think if the Bucks score more than 24, they win. Because I really don't see, I don't say that though. And the Bears have a good defense, and the Saints still pull up thirty on them. You know, no, the Saints only won twenty one nine. The hell am I talking about? I don't know. Saints. Why do I think they put up thirty. <laughs> no, the Saints only won twenty one nine. That's that what out. I'm saying. I just said that so confidently, but yeah, they put up thirty. <laughs> no, I watched what, the game. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the Saints didn't look great. No, they didn't. They, Why the hell did I think they put up thirty? I don't know. Home. Probably because it felt like a game. I mean, probably because he may have gotten mistaken with My, the Rams Seahawks, which is which. Speaking of that, real quick, Russell, yeah, Russell Wilson, Wilson looked like shit. He looked bad. The they, thirty they to twenty true. made it makes it look worse. It was that really was thirty terror. to thirteen. That was the as bad of a game as I've ever seen Russell Wilson play. That was his probably his worst game ever. Yeah, that was terrible. Oh, uh, my gut, honestly, and this isn't just because you know we watched Tom Brady for twenty years, but my gut is that the Bucks pull away with it. The I can't being said, see Tom Brady losing to the same team three times in a year. I mean, not that you get those opportunities often. Especially he was never going to really get it being in the AFC East because that's the only way you're going to ever get it. But I just, it's just something about it. I just don't feel Tom Brady loses three times to the same. And the Bucks have been offensively rolling. Yeah. I might feel a little different had Breeze not been injured for those three or four weeks in the middle mm-hmm. of the season. Because if he was more so in a rhythm... Cause he's only been back these last two weeks, I believe, right? Two or three it's weeks? Been, yeah, it's been a few weeks. Because he, he came back early because he... In the Chiefs game, he came back for that Chiefs game because it was the Chiefs because they lost, the Saints lost to the Eagles because um, oh the Saints lost to the Eagles because Jalen Hurts came in and he mm-hmm. played phenomenal and then that's why Drew Brees came back early but he's only been back a few weeks and hasn't looked good really. 
I think Drew Brees knows this could be his last game. Um, <laughs> so well, last game, not last season. <laughs> yeah, last game. You think he he thinks he's losing? <laughs> no, I mean I think he knows like the chances are you know like really real that they lose this Sunday. And I think I think we get a little bit of a throwback performance. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think this is gonna be an instant classic. I really do. Um, I'm gonna say 31-28 bucks shootout. Shootout. Um, that's trash. Drew- that's only trash because I have the same score, 31-28 bucks. I have it written down here. I have a 31-28. So wait, you think they do? You think they do compete then? Oh no, I think the Saints compete. I just you said it. You they don't want the no, Bucks to get scoring here. No, so you think I, no, I does. think no, I think. I, the Saints are going to compete regardless. Sorry if I uh-huh. misconstrued, but I think the Saints are going to compete regardless. I just don't think they win if the Bucks score over 24. I just think the Saints are going to, whatever it's going to be, I think the Saints are going to lose because Tom Brady rarely loses shootouts. Shootout, like, the one, because if that means if Tom Brady's in a rhythm, that means he's picking you apart and he's doing whatever he wants to do. And Tom Brady rarely loses, like, maybe you can count on one hand how many or maybe two like how many times he's really lost in a shootout he doesn't lose often another stat that stuck out to me i mean unless it's the super bowl against the eagles you know? yeah <laughs> rare as i'm saying rare <laughs> i don't want to talk about it another stat that stuck out to me though between mike tomlin and sean Payne both was their regular season records being insane like there were 70 games above 500 i don't know mm-hmm. like it was insane and then each of their records think Tomlin was or is now 500 in the playoffs and Tom and uh, Sean Payton was one game above 500 so now two games above 500 and he Sean Payton's about as successful as a coach you can get outside of Bill Belichick to me and Andy Reid and Andy Reid had those down seasons somewhere in there but to think that those two are that successful and have that I want to say mediocre because it's hard to win in the playoffs especially when it's one game um but to have I never would have guessed they were 500 in the playoffs. I would have mm-hmm. guessed they were like something like 10 and 6 or whatever. You know what I yeah. mean? But to think they were both around 8 and 8, that's, I don't know, that shows how hard it is to win. Yeah, in I was going to say, you have really, you have a few coaches. It's Pete Carroll that I think has a winning, would have a winning record. You'd have obviously it's Bill. hard to say because he, yeah, he's coached for a long time. Yeah, he's coached for a long time. Like, it's, so, it's so difficult. It's really so difficult. Um, I know Sean McVay's looked good in the playoffs so mm-hmm. far. I mean, he's been twice and no three times he's been three times i believe do you but, want go on do you start to cut you off no, you're good do, you're good do you want to have like a like a, a whole breakdown of tom brady and all of his wins and all that do you want to do that this week or next week if he wins um because i just want to say like here here's the thing i i want to do it i want to do it when he gets to the Super Bowl, so all I want to say two is, week off, or if he doesn't get so to the Super Bowl, now do it after the season. I know yeah. we bring up Brady and Belichick a lot because it's hard not because that's you know that's what we reference. You know we're spoiled fans when we got to grow up and then into our adulthood just watch like Boston, football excellence. Boston football. fans are the most spoiled fans. New England fans. Oh, sorry, New, sorry, I'll say New England fans are the most spoiled fans over the last <clears throat> twenty-one years. They've really had. And I mean, if you're really paying attention to what's happening, though, like. Because there's some New England fans who just straight up jumped off the bandwagon, which we expected. But for those who really, like, paid attention and got the nuances, you really do learn, like, the ins and outs of football and, like, situational football, especially with Belichick being the coach, which is why that marriage worked so well. Because Brady doesn't turn the ball over, you know, too much. You don't often see a game-changing turnover for Brady in the late seconds, you Mm. know? And count them. Has he had them? Of course, everyone's had them. But they're very rare. But this doesn't happen. There's few and far between. But uh, 
I remember specifically the reason why I asked this. I remember specifically like early 2010s one that time I came to you I was like Keenan like have you ever looked up Tom Brady's accomplishments and they were just like it was insane yeah, and, that so was, and that point was like 2011 I remember vividly asking you this like Keenan go look at this specifically and just look at all the stuff like home, most home wins and like the big home winning streaks and that it's was 10 all those, years ago it's like, all kind of uh, most games won in a row I think they're at like 28 because it came off of a uh, it, there's just so many because I think it came off the 2003 Super Bowl season right into that 2004 one when they just went on like yeah they had like streak. an 18 straight game they, winning streak you know it was like, that's before the 16 0 yeah it was off like there's seasons like you said there was like there's so many games that there so many little records that you, like you don't even really pay attention to fully that he has and then obviously he's gonna have the most passing yards probably because he'll play longer than Drew Brees for a, a year or two. Uh, he'll have the most touchdowns because he has the most touchdowns now. I mean, and obviously that's until someone maybe break it like Mahomes, but he'll have the most touchdowns, most passing yards. He has the third best touchdown to interception ratio that may go up to second, all depending on what Russell Wilson does. Because I can almost probably guarantee. stay at third because of what Mahomes is doing. But like he, him, and like someone like Rogers too, who's going to have I mean differently, but have the single stats. But like Brady's has so many. Just little stats that it's crazy. He's just so dominant. So dominant. It's, you know, you hear so many people like who try to be like, oh, it's Rodgers, it's this and that. Like, look, just look it up. And like Keenan said, like the little stuff that Brady has where you're like, oh shit, he did this and that and this and that on top of this passing record and you know all that mm-hmm. on he, top of 16 and 0 top most um, most yards in the super bowl game you know like it's like it's there's so many little things that he ha- obviously leads in total touchdowns in the playoffs total there's it, no playoff record pretty much that, that like isn't a, to- a total that he doesn't have like it's very hard to find a few like i say that just because i can see mahomes wins the super bowl mm-hmm. i can just see the goal talk start starting and it's like Mahomes is in year four, I believe. He's not even in year five um, yet. He's in year four, but he's played three years. Yeah, he's played three years in year four. Like, it's, and I can just see the goat talk. Will the goat talk will start after he wins? If he wins, we assume he'll win because I mean he's the favorite for sure. We don't know if that'll happen, but if he wins, I could without a doubt see the goat talk starting. Like, and and it's it crazy. Like, like just, and I would rather like not that I want him with anyone, but I'd rather like with Aaron Rodgers. Like at least Aaron yeah. Rodgers has been in the league a while. If he wins his second championship, he has two championships, three MVPs. Mm-hmm. If he wins this one this mm-hmm. year, which he should, bunch of records, actually doing well, single-handedly carrying teams. Like, like if Rodgers wins this championship off of an MVP, he'll be like the first champion. He'll be the first one, I think, since I can't even remember the last time because it's been a while, a long time, I believe, since someone won the Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP, or won the MVP and MV- won the Super, MVP and Super, yeah. Super Bowl. I think yeah, it's, it's been, almost like a curse when you win the league MVP. It seems. Yeah, like. Yeah, it's been a while. I can't even remember the last time it was. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was a, a good pronunciation. A while. <laughs> Shit, I can't even. Remember. I was thinking at the same time. So I have no <laughs> that was idea. Funny. Sound like EP, um, but yeah, that I don't know. Where was I going with this? Yeah, I could just see the goat talk starting with Pat Mahomes and if I, he wins the Super Bowl, and it's it's a little thing early. After LeBron champion first championship, and this needs to start, like just, let them just play, wait it out a little bit. Just that's let them, all. like, am I fine with Mahomes in the future if it's projected how he's projecting now, being in the goat conversation? I'm fine with it because he's probably gonna have 
enough to end where he's such a transcendent player that he'll probably be able to be inserted in that conversation. He's definitely the most just, set up, especially if he wins this one. Yeah, just he's, wait, though. Like, let him play out his career. Like, you never know what's going to happen in the future. Just let him play out his career and let him be Patrick Mahomes. Appreciate the greatness as you watch it instead I, of trying to project where he's going to be. I would say this. I don't want to put anything on him, but if he does win this year's Super Bowl and they happen to 3 P, which is something nobody's ever done in the NFL... That puts him in a different category. Yes. Um, but we'll see. That's oh, obviously a long way down God. the line. I'm so pissed but, uh, off now. Why, what's up? Why are you growling? Because Tom Brady could have three-peated if Malcolm Butler played in that Super Bowl. Yep. <laughs> but, that's crazy. You know, this, the Patriots made it to, what, ten Super Bowls? Nine. Nine? They're six and three. And Tom Brady's six and three in the Super Bowl. There was a world where we only win one of those. There's a world where we win all nine. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, no. So the fact that we got six. The one that we really. Kind like, of. We really, there's a world where we win three, honestly. I think the Panthers one, I don't think there's any way. The Panthers, Eagles, and the last Rams one. I mean, all of them were one score games. Yeah, true. So we can lose all of those. Other than the which is really the worst Super Bowl out of all of them. It's the only one that wasn't. Could we beat the Rams 13-3? to That's the yeah. only one that wasn't a one score game. I sat, I sat through that game. I don't know what it was about that game. I don't know if it was because of the, the hysteria around the Chiefs game and the AFC Championship two weeks before Chilling. that. But I watched that game like it was week five. I no, I, I, don't, I don't know why I felt no Chilling. fear in the Rams. I, I, the Rams that game. I don't know what it was. Put my feet up. Lean back. I was chilling. There was no I was out of my mind during the Chiefs game. Oh, oh the Chiefs game, I was on the edge of my seat. Like, cause, and then the Eagles season game before, and then obviously the Falcons won. You got completely deflated, then you feel back. But like the Rams Super Bowl, calm, cool, collected. I, that was the... Sad much game. That's the most calm I've been <laughs> in, a in, in a Super Bowl or even like a big NFC cha- or AFC championship game ever. I was because ch- normally it was against the Broncos or the Ravens or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, you were the Jags one. I was like, what's going to happen? All these defenses are hellacious. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> but no, Rams chilling just fine. See, look what happens. We missed the playoffs once and we we're like reliving all of our playoff runs. Yeah, it's whatever. Hey, we have a lot of them. But. This wild card weekend, not wild card, sorry, divisional divisional weekend is going to be wild. That's what I was going to say. I'm excited for this one. There's four very good games that could be all interesting in how they play out. It's clashes, it's clashes of strengths and strengths and weaknesses in these all four of these games. So I think it's going to be interesting, and really any outcome can happen because it's any given Sunday. You've got a good mix of. The new guards, the old guards versus like the new guys coming up, you mm-hmm. know. So you got you have Lamar, Pat, and uh, Josh Allen in them. Jared Goff, even you throw in that group because he's still yeah. a younger guy. And then you got Brady, Rodgers, and Breeze. It's kind of weird because like other than the the Rams, kind of I wish oh, if Seattle would have won, it kind of would have been weird because he would have had all the quote unquote old guys in the mm-hmm. NFC and all the new guys in the AFC with yeah. Mahomes, um, Mahomes, Baker, Josh Allen, and Lamar compared yeah. to if it was the Seahawks. Because Russell Wilson kind of bridges yep. that gap. I was gonna he... say, but you can even lean him more old than young if yeah. you're going to. But he's right in, he's directly in the middle because he's 29 right in the heart of his prime. For sure, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a, should have four great games this weekend. Yes. Especially if it lives up to anything. That wild card weekend was. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, then championship Sunday next weekend. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. We'll be talking more NBA. This was Kyle. Keenan. Keenan. Warner Brothers Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Warner Brothers Podcast. Uh, we'll be back.